Ozil puts one up. Chimilko had it. Go! I mean, he takes it on one foot and he slaps it home on the other one. Oh, go! Go! Is as pretty as Duke as you're going to see in any old looking back. The shot! Goal by the captain! 2-1! Union! Here's Montero striking! Goal! 6-1! They win this with an exclamation point. The Union are in first place in the Eastern Conference. Hey everybody, welcome to uh, Views from the Bridge, a podcast about your formerly until a tiebreaker first place Philadelphia Union. Uh, I'm your host, as mathematically indicated most of the time, Evan Malola, joined by two of my friends. Uh, one of them was just in a huge meeting because he does way too much soccer-related content, and now he's here to do more of it. Chuck Booth. There is no such thing. <sighs> Isn't there? I live, breathe, and sleep soccer. Fair enough. The other person who uh, also does, to be fair, a lot of soccer content. Uh, <laughs> not the same amount, though, I don't think. No. Or at least also doesn't go to meetings that last like two hours about soccer content. So nope. it's Justin Ashcraft. How's it going, bud? It's going. It's going. It's good. You sounded vaguely Canadian there. I appreciate it. <laughs> I, have a, uh, I have a Canadian friend that I was hanging out with today. Mm, so maybe there I is. Just, yeah. A little uh, accent just seeped came in. out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's a good that sounds all we need yep. done talked about the game yep uh Nemanja Nikolic beats the Philadelphia Union two nothing uh, uh, the, Phil- the Philadelphia Union beat the Philadelphia Union two to nothing and then the inability to do anything up a man for 45 minutes correct despite having 70% of the ball with 18 shots, only three of which are on target. So maybe maybe that's a, a point worth making. But, uh, yeah, Union, uh, drop all three points to Chicago. And as a result, uh, are, are not in first place anymore in the East. Uh, currently sitting number two behind that pesky but very good Atlanta United, who still have a game in hand. Yes. Yes, they do. Uh, <laughs> this game was just a very yeah. uh, frustrating... I, I... Yeah. I'm just wondering... I, I feel like... So I guess my question from this game, and you guys can take this and run with it. Sure. Do we not have creativity on this team? Um... Uh, not when it plays up top. Yeah, yeah, that was goofy. I I I don't. I know. just feel like it's so weird that we go up up a player, and I feel like we have we have been there has been times where you see flashes of creativity on this team. Mm-hmm. We go up a player against a poor Chicago team. Yeah, and. We can't do anything to break down their ten guys. 
I don't I don't get it. Like I don't understand what happened in that game that we got to a point where I mean the first half is what it is. You have a bad half of soccer, you you give up two goals, you luckily get a red card right before halftime and and, and then you feel like I feel like then you go into halftime thinking, okay, we have a chance to come back in this game. Yes. But it didn't look like they came out with any belief in themselves that they could win the game. Mm. Yeah, so my issue, in part, is that Andrew Wooten, or like, you, well, you didn't bring on a striker, like an out-and-out forward i mean it, it, it was ilsenio in the 46 but like andrew wooten or uh who else would have been like fafa pico mm-hmm. didn't come on fafa didn't come on at all wooten doesn't come on until 57 which i think is late it's... I appreciate that it's for Ray Gaddis, and I appreciate that Aronson comes on for Colin, and I appreciate that Elsinio's on for Craval, but like I think you bring Wooten on for Craval. Go to th- mm. It's a and fun then flip game. and then flip Wooten and, and Fabian, I guess. Uh this is just a fun game where you're just like what is Jim Curtin doing? Yeah. Uh from the start too. I, I actually don't have as many issues with some of the starting lineup. But it's not good. It's not good, but you also like to assume that you can rest some of your starters sure. against Chicago. But like Fabiano Emphasis on assume. <laughs> I mean, we've seen worse things in a union lineup. I, I mean, if we're playing that game. Then we've seen nine years of worst union lineups. <laughs> we have. Um, that's why, like, if there's one thing I'm going to harp on, it's not really going to be that. Sure. Um, I, Nor should it be. I can't really... I find it hard to believe that after Jim Curtin... I, I don't know if he's, like, trying to ream out Trusty or, like, mm. what's going on there, but that... After the way that Mark McKenzie has played, which is not good, that Trusty didn't even make the bench. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, like, I think it's cool that Aurelian Collins on the team, and I understand why he's there, and as far as, like, old center backs that we signed, he's definitely been an improvement over the uh, Gucci on Yewu, uh, like, experiment. But, like, <laughs> this, like, stubbornness towards Jack Elliott and somebody else when, you know, you have... <laughs> I mean, you have two, but you have one of... The, the, like, the guy that you're not using is one of the best youth internationals that the U.S. has. Yes. Which, like, well, I, I get a, that that's not the be-all, end-all barometer for talent in this country, uh, is the national team setup, because Giassi's artist is still getting regular minutes for the, uh, the men's first team. Um, but, like, there's not nothing to that. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, I think it's weird that, obviously, 
two of the guys you didn't use in this game, three if you want to count Real, uh, are three of you know the U.S.'s promising mm-hmm. up-and-coming players in MLS. Yeah, and I think it. I mean, I think it's weird that, I like I, I mean, I understand the like if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Analogy, whatever, but. Collins old. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're going to be you're going not... to be relying on McKenzie and Trusty in theory a lot more than you are Colin, especially if you want to get these guys minutes so they can raise their stock so they can sell for a better price. But you're not I just... selling him. Not, yeah, at this point you're not, not. imminently, <laughs> but like isn't not that even, not even next year? He's closer to retirement than selling. Who? Um, you're still referring to Colin, correct? No, no, no. Sorry, I'm talking about the kids. Uh, um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Colin is closer to retirement. Yeah, than I was. Colin. You are. You are. You are correct. I, yeah. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I was Trust- talking about Mackenzie and Trusty. Sorry. Trusty is not closer. To- um, I would hope well, not, unless he suffers tr- it. Trusty has killed all of his sale value this year. Uh, well, he hasn't done that himself, I don't think. But well, a mixture of he and Jim Curtin. Yeah. I just, I mean, for me in this game, like, I don't. What was this? Was this the third straight Colin game? Uh, it sounds right. I just. I, and he's only played okay in them, and then earned the praises of his head coach, and yeah. now he's the starter. I mean, we know that Jim Curtin has a propensity to put the same lineup out there every week. Hence, Ray Gaddis starting every week over the a player that signed you're only, week. you're only allowed to do that defensively if you keep a clean sheet, and the Union don't do that anymore. No, they do not. Third week, yeah. And Colin has two yellow cards in three weeks, so that's all I, mean, I need to know. Haven't they only kept, like, two in the last 16? Clean sheets? Yeah. Um, it, ain't, it ain't a good number. I know that. I'm already much. here. Let me do some scrolling. Someone else talk. I mean, it's a One. it's a frustrating thing for me that uh, you see Ray Gaddis continue to start. Not necessarily because he's played poor. I don't think he's played terribly over the past. I don't know, month and a half of the mm. season. Uh, but you signed you signed a right back in the middle of the season. To yes. potentially give Ray Gaddis rest because Mbizo is somewhere in the injury realm at the moment. So, but you don't play RJ Allen at all. You continue to play Colin three weeks in a row. Yep. I have no problem with the way they set up in midfield. I think when you are putting, uh, when you are putting Kerval next to Madunin, mm-hmm. you give Bedoya and Montero a lot of freedom. And Madunian and get some help defensively, I think. Exactly. And so you give them a lot of freedom to kind of just go up the field. But, yeah, I I don't know about the forwards. I don't know that I like Fabian being a forward. I don't know that I like the continued reliance on Colin in the back. And what you said about McKenzie, it's hard for me to sit here and say McKenzie's played poor. He hasn't Mm. played. Yeah. So... Uh, I look at it. I look at. It, I go back to. I go back to Jack McInerney, leading <laughs> yep. 
the golden boot. If we could not do that, that'd be great. (laughs) Sitting on the bench a month at the gold cup and then not being able to score the rest of the season. Yeah. I look at McKenzie and I go, okay, he left. He got good minutes playing for the U.S. Mm -hmm. Then radio silence on the Philadelphia Union's part. Right. I don't know that I understand that. Chuck, your uh, your answer. Instead of telling you like when the last time or what the what the ratio is for the Union clean sheets this year, I can just tell you the days. Oh God. Three nil win over Columbus, March twenty third. Oh, March. This is two nil. You went back that far. Hold on. Two nil win over FC Cincinnati March thirtieth. Doesn't count. Three nil win uh, down a man over Montreal on April the twentieth. Two nil over Cincy five one. A clean sheet on both sides five eighteen against Seattle. <laughs> Which I was debating counting. And then the last time they kept a clean sheet. July 20th against against Chicago Fire. Chicago Fire. Your center back pairing for that game. Jack Elliott Austin Trusty. So we haven't had one since we've only had one since May. We have had one since uh yeah, if you're counting a a, a shutout like a scoreless so, game. I mean, I still count that. Okay, great. Center so back pairing for that one, Jack Elliott Austin Trusty. Give up a game so it's actually place. worse than my number. Yeah, probably. Whatever you were thinking. Yeah. Well, I I said two in the last sixteen. Well, so we've had two in the last one, two, three, four, five, but like five all year, six all year. It's a bad percentage. It's not great. Yeah. <gasps> Gentlemen, Wayne Rooney is not available for the game against DC United. <laughs> Does he exist anymore? Well, I mean, he Has doesn't he want to. by the league? No, he got a red card tonight, so. Um, but, I mean, he's also just absolutely destroyed the MLS charter flight rule yeah. and yeah. stuff. And he's also leaving the yeah, new random out of town. That's Did prob- you like that I transitioned away from talking about Chicago by bringing up something relevant to us recording right now? That's really good. Thank you. That, none of us want to talk about this game, so... Yeah, no. so here we go. On to the next. Yeah, uh, this Saturday, back at home. Union alumni night. 7.30 p.m. Show up, watch Ryan Rickett play soccer. Watch Danny Califf, Cleberson. That's actually going to be pretty cool. It'll be dope. Yeah, I'm really excited for that. I won't be there, which sucks. But, uh, yeah, I'm really... I'm here for it. And that's how much we're excited about that game. <laughs> Outside of the alumni game. I mean, you're, you're I'm not going to be there either. You're so. supposed to lead us into this stuff. I mean, I listen, man, I'm trying. Fuck. Um. <laughs> okay, let me pose this question sure. so we can have a discussion about this. Yeah. Uh, we have two games left in August. We do. We have one against DC United. We have one against Atlanta United yep. on consecutive Saturdays. Uh, those darn uh, Both of them. How many points do we get out of these two games? Uh, one. one. Yeah. <laughs> one. One. Uh, Man, the Negadelphia is in full No, like, listen, right there is a difference between we lost 2 nothing to Chicago up a man, this is the worst team in MLS. And I don't think there's anything here against Atlanta. 
I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah, by that point, um, Joseph Martinez will have scored in his 13th 19. straight game. Okay. Uh, and I, I don't uh, know how I feel about playing DC United. Not great. not have. Yeah, like I'm. I'm. I was gonna say three points to be honest. Like I, I think that there's there's a win there against DC, especially with you know like Latou and Barnetta and like all those guys coming back to hang out, play a little bit of soccer. Um, but I just I can't see anything out of Atlanta at all. And if you're going gun to my head prediction, it's one. Yeah, Justin, what so if, what did you so have? If the, so if the over under is two and a half. <sighs> Under Chuck's Chuck's taking the under comfortably under. Yep. Evan, you're taking the over. No, I'm taking the under. He's still taking the under. Sorry, man. Uh, man. Are you taking over two and a half? I like that you move the goalpost on yourself. By the way, I didn't move the goalpost. Yeah. I'm just saying. I asked my. You first said how many was, points, and then picked two points? and a half. Yeah. Come on. Even Did if we get a win? I mean, even if they draw both, it's still under. Yeah. Yeah, two and a half is. Do we get a win or not? That's no. all that is. That's no. all. I didn't. Okay. <laughs> After that I didn't performance, move the goalpost. I just defined the goalpost more clearly than how many points do we get. I don't see a difference. Uh, I'll take the over. All right. I think we get a win somewhere. I don't. I don't know where. I don't know. If well, I mean, you know which game it would be. Then, right? I, I was gonna say it's <laughs> DC or nothing. No, yeah. no, 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 no. I don't. This is this is getting too Negadelphia right now. But we, it's Atlanta. Atlanta, Atlanta is the best Atlanta. team in the East. And it's I don't not care. even Until like March, ago, April, we May. Frank DeBoer sucks at his job. Atlanta. It's like I, I don't, Atlanta. I don't want to. I'm not. I don't want to pretend that I'm going straight Negadelphia. It's that we are playing an extremely good team. That's Joseph Martinez probably going to end up in MLS Cup. Literally going to break Aurelian Collins' neck somehow. Just by beating him on a run. I don't think Aurelian Collin plays in either of these games. I think he, he plays in both. But <laughs> I'm just. I'm I just feel saying, like I know so way too much gonna... about this team tactically, and in, in, in to, yeah, I. If if Collin plays in both of these games, I'm gonna write a strongly worded letter to Jim Curtin. <laughs> or you could just say, and "I will podcast. read it on the podcast." Thank you. All right, great. As long as I, I mean, get that content. Yeah. I mean, there's no reason he plays in either of these games. Uh-huh. He shouldn't definitely not play in both. Mm-hmm. Gonna frame that. I would have no... I would honestly have no problem if... Yeah. I would... Mm, Trusty needs to play both these games. Like, this needs to be a... You need to get back out there and you need to help this team. Mm-hmm. You're using logic again. I... I mean... What's frustrating me about you guys is you're, like, you guys are sitting here saying, like, we're not going to win either game. I'm sorry. We beat DC 5-1 to one two weeks ago. They didn't have 11 players. Yeah, but after after the first two goals went in, DC laid down. Yeah, they died. Okay, but then we got a win against Houston a week ago. So I'm, Houston away hard. isn't a very good team. And, well, Can't yes, that was a good win. Like... Still not taking too much stock when you're losing to Chicago. Okay. <laughs> I don't think we've had good I, wins in the last month. Is the same as we're going to beat DC and Atlanta at home. I don't know. 
it, we knew we were we knew the union were entering a gauntlet right now. We also know that DC is without Wayne Wayne Rooney. DC, so he was the only That's player that had any danger against us two weeks ago. I'm just saying, I think this team is way better than you guys are giving them credit for. I think we're, five, what, five points I from our... I want them to prove me wrong on the field we're f- That's my constant state of being. We're five points away from our best season ever with, what, seven games left? Yep. Yeah. And I would hope we're not shooting for 50 points and getting five draws in the next seven games. Um, <laughs> we need we need at least a draw against the rest of the Eastern Conference games that we have. Is is how I'm looking at that. We are we are setting the bar really low. I know. Let me have my moment. No, I won't. This is why I'm saying it's going to Negadelphia for me right now. I don't even know. Like, come on. Neg- no, Negadelphia is me pretending that Anthony Gargano saying something one time on WIP fucking mattered today. <laughs> oh, 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 sorry. Wait, let me talk about that in 10 years when it's uh, when it's time for me to do that. Stay tuned. <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, you're really five for five this year, huh? Where were you the last nine years, mate? Come on. Go away. Go back away. Wait, you actually read that article? No. God, no. Apologize to whoever wrote that. Let me find out who it is. It's not going to be listed, is it? It's not listed. If it's Tom, I'm sorry, Tom. I love you. I mean, just hopefully they have a bad copy editor because they, they still exist in some places. Yeah. Anyway. What are we talking about? Oh, how negative I am. Right. Uh, not true. I was not talking about Like I was saying, not true. Are. Not true at all. He was actually was talking saying. about both of us. Oh, oh, okay, great. No, I was just saying in general, this episode has been very Negadelphia. I don't think I it's don't. been Negadelphia. I think, hey, I think it has the been union, The Union are in the playoffs. The Union are likely a top four seed. Yep. I just think they if you... They still if, need if, to win. They are going to need to win a playoff game. game. Yep. For anyone to be happy. Hopefully, yeah. I just like yeah. Justin, what would you rather like what what wouldn't I, be Negadelphia but wouldn't be like the craziest thing you've ever heard? I mean I think we get a win in these next two games. I don't think we're that bad of a team. I mean okay. I think we had a we had a bad game. We've had a couple of them over the last month. We've had the game against Salt Lake, we had the game against Montreal, we had mm-hmm. this one. We've had three bad games the last month. I totally I totally get that. I totally understand that. I totally look at it and say those were not good soccer games mm-hmm. whatsoever. Mm-hmm. My my problem is and I think because I watched two very poor soccer games this weekend. Fair. Um between the River Hounds and the Union. Mm-hmm. Uh and I watched both my teams suffer through two very bad plus, games plus. in two very different ways. But I look at it and I go, you can't go to the point of like, oh, we're a terrible team. We're reverting back to, you know, because I'm watching these Pittsburgh fans somewhat go, oh, we're going back to the way the Riverhounds used to be, blah, blah, blah. We're terrible. I'm watching the Union fans saying, oh, those that's 2015 Union coming back, blah, blah, blah. 
I think like we have proved that we're a better team this year than we've been in the past. We were in first place for most of the season. Granted, some of that was games played and all of that. But I think like I I I just even looking over the the last month and the games that we've had, we lose to Salt Lake four nothing. Then we come back, we bounce back against Chicago two nothing. We lose to Montreal four nothing. We come back five one against DC. So I just don't think like we you know we lose the nycfc four to two we bounce back the next week orlando gets a red card and we win three to one mm-hmm. so i just think like we could be due for a bounce back game that i think we could show dc that we actually are a good team now the next three after that i will join you in your negadelphia and i do not think we win any of the next three after that but i think dc like we've got a pretty good chance of winning that game mm. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'd say there's definitely a chance. It's just with the decisions <laughs> that this team has made, I can't see more than a draw. Yeah. I, what I'm just hoping is that I this genu- team showed us that this I lineup genu- is done. I genuinely want you to be right. I want Jim Curtin <laughs> to look at this game that was just played and be like, man, I fucked up. Mm. But True. True story. I, I, he keeps making us flip flop on him this season because there's points where yeah. like he's made changes and he really deserves that contract really extension. He to got be like yeah, the contract extension was great. He needs to be in the coach of the year discussion, which he mm. is. Yes. But especially unfor- now, <laughs> unfortunately, half the coaches have gotten fucking <laughs> uh, guard. Yeah, pour one out. Yeah. Um. But it's just like he keeps doing stupid shit week it's after true. week mm-hmm. that just makes you question. Well, should Tanner have waited until the end of the season? Mm-hmm. Could one of especially these if he has Remy Gard available? Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm got just hoping that this is one of those flip flops. I'm just hoping that this is one of those flip-flop moments that we look and we're like, okay, we lost to Chicago 2 nothing up a man. And then we beat DC 3-1, to one, even, even, you know, with 11 players on the field. So, I don't know. We'll see. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping this is a flip-flop moment. Yeah, I would love that. Speaking of things that we loved, uh, Jack DeVries joining the union on January 1, 2020. Let's do it. <laughs> Keeping him from Europe. Wonderful stuff. Yeah. Uh, for those unaware, Jack DeVries, currently playing for Bethlehem Steel, was a Union Academy kid, and a, a U.S. YNT fixture. Um, dual citizen. Of, uh, of Holland and the U.S. Also lived in Virginia a little bit. But, um, yeah. 12th homegrown player in the club's history. 17 years old right now. We'll join the first team effective January 1st, which is uh, f- five months from now. Nearly four months from now. Um, you know, just another one of those things where the pipeline's still looking really good. Um only played three games, two starts this season for Bethlehem. U.S. U-17 national team side that uh, finished runners-up at the 
2019 CONCACAF U-17 Championship. Previously was committed to play at University of Virginia as a member of the 2020 class for the Cavaliers. Um, yeah, I good with the ball at his feet. They seem to like him. I think it's interesting the way the union are going about keeping all these kids in the system. But I mean, it's great when you can trade all your draft picks away and just do all your drafting straight out of your academy. Yeah, basically. You're taking known quantities and giving them a long-standing place in your organization rather than taking uh, unknown quantities and seeing if you can mold them to fit your system. Mm. And honestly, I'd rather see that than try to fit Fabian Herbers into a system that may not work or whatever. I'd rather see Cole Tucker and Jack DeVries and these guys, Matt Vries, get signed. Mm. I kind of miss Herbers. Yeah. I miss Santi more and Chris Nanko. Yeah. And this has been, let's remember some guys. Um, <laughs> I miss Ryan Rick. Uh <laughs> Yeah. I, mm, very good. Um, it's just interesting. Like a part of me uh, thinks that they're doing this in part because then guys will sign USL contracts and they won't leave on a free. But, I mean, if that's, you know, the way you prevent people leaving on a free, then so be it. Yeah, and I mean, there's there's no risk in signing them to these home, homegrown contracts. Right, like, like literally. It's senior roster minimum money for the most yeah. part. Like, use it. Right. Yeah, for sure. Um... Yeah, like, like best case, it turns into a, um, who did I have in my mind? Uh, best case, he turns into a guy that replaces Olsenio or whatever. Worst case scenario, they probably sell him off to, like, I don't know, Venlo or somebody in the Netherlands. Like, um, worst case would probably be Derek Jones. At least he got money for DJ, though. And he still hasn't played. Some of that was down to injury, but yeah. 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 But yeah, good for Jack. And here we are pulling at straws. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. You know it's been a bad week in Unionville one. <laughs> it was one bad game. But it was we like won the boring. two straight before Yeah, it was boring. It wasn't Four nothing against RSL. Like it wasn't like oh this was awful. It was just like they played bad and it was just a bad game of soccer. And the big thing is we've already like looked ahead at the upcoming schedule, right? That we'd just be reiterating things we've already said if we keep going forward. So it's kind of just like the biggest things to happen in Unionville are a homegrown signing and people arguing over moving a stadium that's not getting moved. Yep. So I think that's where we call it a night, right, boys? I think so. It's amazing the work he can get done when Paul Katrina Jr. is not here to to just throw out spicy takes for no reason. Um, yeah, I would like to end on sure. Ta- Talon Energy Stadium may not be called Talon Energy Stadium for at least twenty years, Stop. but it will be located in Chester, Pennsylvania, for at least twenty mm, years. Mm, yeah. Yeah. 
He might change names five times over those 20 years, uh, but yeah. it'll still be there. Who knows? Hey, um, to start a change.org petition to get a change to our Twitter handle, you should follow well, at VFTBPod. <laughs> I think it actually will it it will change names because it isn't talent energy like not a thing anymore. I mean, yeah, whatever, man. <laughs> uh, initially, they changed it to talent energy because PPL was like turning off their residential energy business into talent energy and i don't know if that's still a thing i don't whatever i don't care enough about energy companies if they want to make it like power home and remodeling stadium that would be oh i mean if they made the whole thing power i'm fine with that yeah name it pico just get a good deal yeah basically that's where we're at the union off season is get a good deal for naming rights please (laughs) well while you're at it change uh, the jersey sponsor yeah if they want to negotiate with us directly, They're they can do that at VFTB Pod, um, and we'll, uh, we'll we'll have a we'll have a chat. We'll show all you want. Yeah, we will. In fact, speaking of jerseys, stay we'll tuned. Be a, we'll be a full Posadelphia podcast. Ooh. Maybe, yeah. I'll start wearing a sombrero. Who cares? Um. So yeah, go check us out there. Give us a follow if you don't already. If you if you manage to find one of our tweets without following us, let us know how you did that because that's fantastic. Um, other than that, we'll uh, talk to you guys next week after we probably draw DC United. Thanks for listening to another episode of Views from the Bridge, a Philadelphia Union podcast. As always, thanks to our sponsor, Roughneck Scarves, official scarf supplier to MLS, USL, and US Soccer. Get custom scarves for your group or team at roughneckscarves.com. We are a proud part of the Beautiful Game Network. BGN is a network of soccer podcasts, writing, and other great content. Go check them out at bgn.fn. You can find us on social media at VFTBPod on both Twitter and Facebook. Go check us out there, leave us a note, and ask questions. That is at VFTBPod on both Twitter and Facebook. Head over to iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast and subscribe to the show, and please leave us a review. For the Views from the Bridge podcast, Evan Valella, Chuck Booth, and Paul Catrino, I'm Justin Ashcraft. Later. Later.